everybody, and welcome to Spiritual Successor, a comedy video game design podcast where we take your lovely ideas from all over the internet and turn them into the next AAA titles. I'm your host, AJ Hart. And I am your other host, Blake Rea. Quick, AJ, question for you. What is the sexiest voice in Hollywood? And there is a correct answer to that. Actually, sorry. Danny AJ, DeVito. No. What? Uh, hold on, hold on. Let me rephrase the question. Let me rephrase the question. Okay, okay, okay. AJ, really quickly, gun to your head. You got to make a decision. Who's the sexiest voice in video games? There is a Willem correct Defoe. answer on this. William oh, Defoe? Oh, wait, in video games. In video um, games. In video is Willem games. Willem Defoe done video games? I uh, would Steve imagine Bloom. so. Steve Bloom's my Hi, final it's me, answer. Steve Bloom. The clap of my ass cheeks is setting alarm. Uh, what, what is the quote again? Uh, wait, did, Steve, did Steve Bloom do Metal Gear? I don't know. <laughs> Steve Bloom. I know Steve Metal Bloom Gear. primarily in video games as or not. Hi, right. it's me, Steve Bloom. Uh, He's also Spike Spiegel. Oh, that's right. Was Steve Bloom? <laughs> Was Steve uh, Bloom you're what? right. Steve Bloom might be the sexiest voice in Hollywood because I type into Google Steve Bloom Metal Gear. What if Steve Bloom was Snake? If Steve Bloom was vo- a voice Snake, I would jizz in my pants. So I think that's the stamp of approval um, from a random person on the internet. No, AJ, the sexiest voice in Hollywood is Lance Reddick, Zavala. He also voices the uh, the assistant guy in the Quantum Break series. That voice oh, is, fucking, is fucking sexy yeah. and powerful and cool. Can't find he's just so fucking awesome and I just yeah. been, I've been thinking about his voice a lot because I I was looking over scenes in Quantum Break because there's apparently they're gearing up to do more Alan Wake stuff they hinted at it in Quantum Break apparently I have yet to play Control but there's some Alan Wake s shit in there and I was just thinking about it I'm like man Lance Reddick is just like the coolest fucking guy he's just so fucking <laughs> cool and like I would love to see him in more video games but he you know he's an actor he's trying and I think that's the only reason they were able to get him in Quantum Break because it was like a hybrid of cinema television with video games and oh that i i'd I love them for it he was also in fringe I'm gonna del- if anybody's ever seen that i'm gonna delete this if i'm super wrong and off the base but lance reddick was in john wick right yeah he plays caron he's the uh hotel manager god i also, thought so okay cool i'm also, very good and smart casting idea you're very you're very smart you're very special uh <laughs> Shut up, 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 shut up. We no. Okay, referencing that is barred from the show. All right, all right. Let me let me dial it back a little bit. So we both love Hades. Hey, that game that game fucking rocks. I love that game. What if Lance Reddick was the live action version of Charon? The boatman from, like, Charon would have just goes ah. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be like, hey Lance, we have this, we have this, uh, this role for you. It's uh, they, they, uh, um, it's just amazing character design. You're just like a really important character to like. You're the guy who sells our main character shit. And Lance is like, all right, I'll take the job. What are my lines? Well, you're just gonna grr and say uh a lot. And Lance Reddick's, I'll take it. Oh. (laughs) Whether we wanted it, whether we wanted to or not. Can I get? So when you said ah, when Blake, when you said ah, AJ, check this out. I've got a great opening bit. The bit was just going to be you fanboying over Lance Reddick. Isn't that what all of our opening bits are? 
Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, they usually uh, AJ, aren't AJ, just AJ, us being like, ah, oh, I'd really dig this right now. AJ, 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 we've talked about this. The first, like, eight to ten minutes of this podcast is just you and me time, bro, just talking about the things we love. We can just do whatever going we want. On. Do whatever we hey, want. Speaking, we- of, speaking of Hades really quick, can I unpack something with you? Yeah, what's up, brother? So, as we all know, every character in Hades is just like... Hunger, hunger, hunger. Pretty, handsome, pretty. Yeah, yeah. And we love looking at literally every character in that game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There is one outlier, though. Mm, which character? Because if you're going to say Caron, Dusa, I'm... who's just a dead body. Well, also the... Ske- well, no, Skelly's definitely hot. Caron's the outlier. <laughs> <laughs> Before I go to the Charon thing, I want to just say, Skelly, if you say he's hot, he's like hot in a Joe Dirt kind of way. Just like has weird, <laughs> messy hair and talks funny. Outside of that, uh, I don't know. I, hey, Blake. I, I, um, I just, no, I can't continue this bit. I can't, I can't continue doing anything, maybe, after the sentence that I heard you say of, oh, yeah, they're kind of hot in like a Joe Dirt kind of way. <laughs> Do you understand how mu- I'm? I'm never gonna be okay again after that. You're never gonna. You can't just skill. say that. You're telling. You're telling me you did. Uh, I uh, look at. Look, this is how I look at anybody with a mullet, and Skelly kind of has that mullet look. I'm just no, like, Blake. I can't look at you the same way for for the phrase "hot like Joe Dirt." I refuse. <laughs> I refuse to accept Joe Dirt is hot. <laughs> I don't think he's hot, but everybody in that movie did, I guess. Like, also, <laughs> it, it, I, I would like to preface this because I know I've mentioned it on the show before, but I grew up in kind of like uh, a poor family. So we had like a limited amount of movies. So what my parents would do is they would just kind of keep the same movies on play throughout the day. Some of them included Spy Kids 2. That was cool. That's a fun movie. It gets really boring after the fourth time watching it in a row. Uh, White Chicks. Bible Man uh-huh. and uh, <laughs> and Joe Dirt and Joe Dirt was also one of them. So I have memorized that movie, whether I like it or not. Because when you're just uh, sitting in a house with nothing to do, you're gonna watch Joe Dirt a lot. So anybody with a mullet is a Joe Dirt to me. And I look at Skelly; he's got like a fucking mullet, and he I just like no, he doesn't. He's bald on top, dude. No, no, he has a little bit of tuff of green hair. I refuse no he's rocking the fryer haircut dude he's rocking that i'm balding and refuse to accept it so i just have a full like you can have a mullet and be balding like a mullet is not just the front ploof of hair it's also like the back sort of stuff yeah okay so okay hold on wait because i know that the bullet a uh, mullet by definition is business in the front party in the back right we all know this so what you're proposing Bald is that is there business. are two forms yeah, that's what I'm getting. You're you're proposing that there are two types of the mullet. There is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the mullet as we commonly know it, like the the Metal Gear, right? Solid snakes rocking like a party, a young man's mullet. Uh huh. And then there's a mullet like what Skelly and Danny DeVito have, wherein if it's long in the back and bald, <laughs> then you are rocking a senior's a mullet. Se- a senior, a senior uh, mullet. Yeah, yeah, I, I a buy smooth, that. A smooth mullet. A naked mullet. <laughs> a naked mullet. <laughs> all right, all right, enough of that, enough of that. Let's talk about Karen. Um, I, I agree with you. Uh, I actually, you know what? No, fuck Karen. No? Can we do our podcast now? 
Okay. You got a submission for me, brother? Wait. Yeah, I got it's a good, submission It's, good, for it's you. good time well spent. I think those 10 minutes, that's solid, that's solid podcasting right there. Tell me about it. Tell me, tell me your first submission. This comes from Caleb All Day All Bay Martin. GTA is to Saints Row as Animal Crossing is to... We need to create the Saints Row of Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Now, for those that don't know, um, Grand Theft Auto, we all know Grand Theft Auto. And then mm-hmm. some people were like, oh, we can probably do a fun gangster game as well. And then they made Saints Row, and it was a decent success. And then they said, okay, we're going to do a sequel, but now it's going to be a little bit different. And so they made Saints Row 2, which was like a little bit kookier and a little bit sillier. And then they were like, we can go further. Mm-hmm. And then they made Saints Row 3, a game that begins with you wearing mascot outfits on your first bank robbery and you can run around the town beating people with very very large um phallic, phallic ob- weapons <laughs> yeah phallic objects i want to i want to i want to try to do this being the least gross as possible we're going to uh-huh, try to do uh-huh. this scientifically mm-hmm. i want to make a very very crass animal crossing okay or maybe so- maybe it doesn't need to be crass right maybe maybe mm-hmm. the thing is that we just need to take it to its ne- it's it's most no. extreme, right? Okay. Because Saints Row is just like Grand Theft Auto turned to like eleven teen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What I, you know? What's so, so how do we make Animal about Crossing more? I feel like I feel like GTA has like like GTA Five feels closer to a Saints Row game. It's like it's like weirdly you had GTA and then that influenced Saints Row and then Saints Row influenced like later GTA games. Like they built off of each other in, like, a back-and-forth way. Because, like, GTA V is pretty fucking wild, admittedly. There's, like, a lot of yeah. weird... Like, I wa- I never played it, but I watched my brother play it, and, like, some of the scenes in there is, like, you go on a drug trip and, like, f- and hang out with aliens, and then you just go into a skydive sequence. And also, like, there yeah. are those... It's it's kind of I, I, there's it's a lot to unpack about like crazy. the artistic choices in Grand Theft Auto and the way that like every character seemingly is like a a parody and an expansion on like the general shittiness of humanity and like at those certain point in Grand Theft Auto Five Michael is the feels like the only sane person in a world that is just like all mean and horrible nasty people and mm-hmm. we could totally unpack that if you want to. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think we need or, to. I think I, I think we know we can like, try to create the ec- the mirror that Animal Crossing will use to destroy itself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so I guess how do you? It's a question of how do you make Animal Crossing wild? I think it's more vacation juice, definitely. I think you need to implement some sort of because it's a game about survival and decoration. How do you turn? How do you? I feel like in a game where decoration is a mechanic, you can already just make the game as crazy as you want. Be like, hey, welcome to my island that is nothing but holes in the ground. Like, you can kind of capture that zany stuff already. So maybe it's more of like, I think the way we should be thinking about it is, who are new characters that come into <laughs> okay, the world and fuck Blake, things up? Flick time out. Yeah, what's I'm up? so sorry. Um... You are lagging out so bad that I feel like I'm talking to an Animal Crossing character. Like, I'm getting, like, the the beginning and end of every other consonant. You... (laughs) Dude, I'm a method method podcaster. I embrace the role. (laughs) Okay, 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 okay. So what I'm thinking is... is No, I can't hear you. You can't hear me right now? Like, this... Oh, fuck it. 
Okay, wait, that, that came through. That came through. Okay. But All yeah, right. that whole time you were talking, I could not understand a single thing. It felt like whatever you were being said, whatever was being said was being sent through an audio randomizer. Mm-hmm. It sounded like talking to an Animal Crossing in that like <laughs> kind of way. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Um, so what I'm thinking is, is we, I'll just kind of sum up what I was saying previously. I don't think we need to change much gameplay wise. I think what we should be thinking about is who are the characters that are being added to the game? So is this like, this is like, let's say this is a sequel to animal crossing new horizons where you have islands are, is this basically you're discovering a new chain of islands and then those inhabitants are coming over to your island and making things kind of well, crazy zany? Is this like a Mario X Rabbit no, situation? No, it, it can't be like an add-on, right? Because this needs to be like a separate IP that is, is oh, to okay. Animal Crossing as Saints Row is to Grand Theft Auto. I want to build that same relationship. But you're mm-hmm, right about mm-hmm. like it, what do we need to add to it, right? Because Saints Row just said, oh, let's make Grand Theft Auto, but add this one thing. And I know what that one thing is that completely changed the entirety of the brand. Purple And dildos. so I know what we need to add to an Animal Crossing game to completely change the brand and make it run in our own direction. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Saints Row said, let's make Grand Theft Auto, but we're going to add this one singular homie. Mm-hmm. Johnny Gat. Johnny so Gat. I say okay. we take Animal Crossing and we create this entire thing and we add in one character, mm-hmm. Johnny Cat. <laughs> okay, okay, I okay. You're on to something. You're saying we should introduce Johnny Cat. How does that affect? Is it basically? Yes. Oh my God! So wait a second. Are so here's pl- the big difference. Here's the big difference mm-hmm. that Johnny Cat brings, right? Mm-hmm. The two big differences. One, Johnny Cat swears. <laughs> but and number two wait, wait, hold up real quick can i yeah. uh, actually no finish your thing and then i'll add on to it i don't want to interrupt you please continue your flow number two and this is the most important thing this is what johnny cat johnny gat brought to saints row that i think johnny cat will be able to bring to animal crossing mm-hmm. he brings to the world the first original sin pride Johnny Johnny Gat in Saints Row is a Superman among Superman. You know, mm-hmm. you start the Saints Row 3 bank robbery scene and everybody's dressed up like who exactly? That's right. They're dressed up as Johnny Gat. When somebody asks, hey, why are you dressed up as yourselves? Johnny Gat <laughs> looks at you and says, who the uh-huh. fuck wouldn't want to be Johnny Gat? Mm-hmm. And that's the energy that we need. That prideful, rad, just pride, randiness, silliness, a little bit of... Eh, fuck you. Let's go crazy stupid. Okay. I need jo- I need Johnny Gat in AJ, Animal Crossing as Johnny Cat. I, I have it. 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 So we this is going to be the party simulator game, like a party simulator game, and this is how we're gonna do it. You find out you've inherited this island, like Stardew Valley. You found out you inherited like a farmland or uh, Animal Crossing. You bought this island for yourself. You find out you have this island and you're like, you find out there's a bunch of other islands in the area that all have these fucking amazing ragers. And the whole point is, is you're trying to build your island to be the best party spot. That means you're going to need to find the best cocktail mixers, the best dancers, the best lighting technicians, the best DJs, getting them to your island and convincing them that it's a fucking hot place to be 
because just like you're trying to get the uh, who's the guy with the guitar in the Animal Crossing series, you have to be like popular enough to get him to come to your island. KK you're Slider. Try you're trying to get your island so fucking partied and hornied and sexied up to get uh uh what's his name again? Cat something cat. Johnny Cat. Johnny Cat to come to your island and then that unlocks its own thing. So it's like you're competing with other people online at, to have the part the biggest the best party spot. So you still get all of those like design elements. You can be like, hey, how do you want to do this flower bed? Oh, turns out there is no flower bed because that we need space for the DJ uh disco dance floor and fuck flowers or whatever. So it's you're trying yeah, yeah, yeah. you have all those design elements and you're trying to make it as wild of a party spot as possible. Is it? You know what? What I think we're going to end up creating is, whereas Animal Crossing's charm is that it's very neat and tidy and very like mm -hmm. charm charming in that sense, a little cottage quarry. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. mm -hmm. This other game with Johnny Cat, you're creating a much more chaotic and wild simulator. It's going to feel mm -hmm. much noisier, which I'm all mm -hmm. for. I'm sick of peaceful, um, farming, gardening life sims. I want a chaotic mm -hmm. one. I want a I wild wonder, one. I wonder if you could do a thing, though, if, like, because I think a lot of people, if we're trying to attract, like, I'm imagining the Saints Row people were like, we want to attract the already existing GTA crowd to come to our game. So I'm thinking, when, when I talk to people who play Animal Crossing, they like the very tedious sort of repetitive task because it's very therapeutic. So what if you did like a day-night cycle to this game? So the day cycle is when you you can invite new people or get contracts with DJs or um, you do a lot of tedious work like cleaning up trash or collecting trash. Because like if you, if you collect bottles that were used during the party last night, that's how you get like money. You from recycling that you can then yeah, use you can for recycle them. Yeah. yeah, so it's like people bring their it's like uh, people bring their own bottles and they just fucking leave them strewn about. So then you could do that. You can get and then as the game goes forward, you can like hire a team to get like uh, that does all the bottle collection for you. Um, and from there, you also like as you accrue money, you can hire new DJs. And as you get new people on the island, it unlocks new songs to play during the radio on the radio during the day. And then that's like the day cycle. So then what happens during the night? Is it just uh, you get to wander around? Maybe you can unlock story. Oh, there there you go. So basically what you do cycle, during the day. I think the night cycle is mm -hmm. a lot more reactionary gameplay, whereas in the morning and the daytime, you get to plan things out, make like choices, get mm -hmm, contracts, mm -hmm. get music, things like that. I think nighttime is a much more reactionary cycle where like, the, what, the biggest thing that's important at a real rager is to make sure that the rager is continuing. So it's like this whole mm -hmm. little mini game where like you're constantly running around to make oh. sure like all things are going well. Oh, like, oh, mm -hmm. you got to bring the jungle juice around the party now. So you run through the jungle <laughs> juice. You make sure that everybody's, you know, get, getting crazy and wild. It's like, oh, mm -hmm. I want to make sure that like the music's going good. Let me make sure that the playlist mm -hmm. isn't going to run out of cue. So you got to run oh, over shit. to the DJ, see what music is queued up for the DJ. Set. Gotta so you got to make right, sure cool, nothing's on Fire, like no hazards you can make are sure happening no or like fires. any hazards. If if somebody's asleep on the couch, you gotta wake them up. Can't get sleepy bitch hours around here. You can hire people to do these jobs eventually. So at the beginning of the game, it's <laughs> yeah. like you have to you have to do a lot of this shit yourself. And like the joy of growing in this game comes from being able to like get a more diverse like crew 
to do this party because you're all working towards like hey if uh like i'm trying to figure out what's the goals like once johnny cat shows up what happens is it like that episode of regular show where um i don't know if you remember this but remember that sh that episode where they find like a bunch of soda from the 1970s and they're like hey we're gonna throw the best party ever so they do like they call up a guy on on uh from an ad on television of like party pete was his name and he's like hi i'm party <laughs> pete and basically when he drinks this soda he basically becomes like a giant disco ball and just doesn't stop partying and, and eventually explodes are we working up to like is something bad gonna happen now that the johnny cat has shown up i'm uh, trying to figure out like what's yeah. our end game here's here? here's what happens mm -hmm. the more elements that you get to the game the more additions the more party the more game there is the more particle effects are happening the more things are happening on in the background <laughs> the more the more your game is loading i think like that the, the goal the secret <laughs> goal that we have is we're just trying to really slow down that that processor of your game you know what i mean i think the the rush the rush oh. as we all know with any video game we all love hit stops right you know, when you play a video game, mm -hmm. you hit a crit, and so your character just, like, kind of stays put. You know how, like, Kratos, when you're swinging that big axe, it hits the cool parts on the body, and it stays put for, like, mm, like one frame and then keeps moving? You know, mm -hmm. when, you get, when you're playing yeah, yeah, Smash yeah. Bros, and you hit somebody really hard, and the game just, like, ooh, that hit stop, that chukunkunk, that makes it feel mm, mm -hmm. so delectable. Mm -hmm. Your party's mm -hmm. going to start to notice little hit stops. Ooh, what's that? A hit stop? It's not a hit stop. It's your computer being like, or your game system thinking like, oh, God, there's chugging, a lot of stuff here. Chugging along. But I yeah. want to make an entire that party that... that feels like hit stops. Mm -hmm. And it's really just turning your game into a slideshow because of how much stuff it's trying to run all at once. So if you manage to crash it, the game, it, like the whole point is you want to make a party that. <laughs> the goal is to crash the game. The, the goal is to make a party so big and crazy that the game crashes. Once the game crashes, <laughs> then you unlock Johnny Cat. Once Johnny Cat has shown up, the game changes completely. I don't know how yet. I want to put a pin in that, though. <laughs> okay. All right, let me give you a game. Let me give me a game. Do you have a video game for me? Alrighty, AJ. This one comes to us on Twitter from Blue Bowser's Stan account at Koopa Kirby. Ice Climber reboot. Give those fun kids a new game. I've never played Ice Climber, but I've seen gameplay of it. Um, the whole point is, this is like a platform. You have? Where what is playing. the gameplay of Ice Climber? Because I've got no so, idea. It's it's like an old NES game, and basically, you it's like a two-player game where you're both playing Ice Climbers, and you're just climbing up like a cliffside trying to avoid things from falling on you um and just like working together to get to the top of the mountain and i believe each level is like a different a longer level from the last one what i'm thinking is is nintendo labo has been doing piss poor performance lately i don't know if that's actually true but we're gonna revitalize the nintendo labo system aj and you know All what right. <laughs> i don't know um how often you had to do this in high school but one bullshit thing my my coach did when people were do were being assholes he would make you hold weights above your head so i remember that process it didn't ever happen to me because i was a goodwill boy um but i saw people doing <laughs> that and i'm like man that must be a fucking pain in the ass so what if you do a game that's all about 
tr- like it's you have the labo and each controller goes into like a little cardboard ice pick that you have to use and put above your head but instead of like the levels becoming more complicated with i mean of course there would be more obstacles you would have to do certain jumps and movements but what if like you could do a game where as you it becomes physically harder to play it as the game goes forward and what i'm thinking is is in this little labo pack you put actual like lead weights so like every level <laughs> you have to put another piece of lead in your ice pick so like lifting like level 1 weights versus like level 50 weights are just fucking insane and then okay. there's also like yeah. maybe more you want to do like I'm one tr- of those workout video games where you actually get some gains huh like yes. one of those yeah. workout games like like you know people all, all were all like oh yeah i just really like um Ring Fit Beat Adventure Saber. because it helps make oh, okay. me work out and do good stuff. Mm-hmm. And I get good mm-hmm. bullet points for working out and getting super strong and powerful. But, like, we all know, like, they're just throwing their body around. Whatever. I mean, yeah, that's I can good. stand that's up, work. too. What do you think dancing is? I can jog is? in place. You're throwing Whatever. your body around and dancing. That's a great workout. But what you are you wanna, talking about? You want to create a video game where somebody says, oh, me? I play Ice Climbers 2021, and as such, I can bench 250. <laughs> But, but you know what's going to be so funny about it is, like, the only thing that's going to be fucking yoked are their, like, arms. <laughs> no, because else, we're going to – because they're, they're also going to be... have to do, like, squats, too. Well, well, I mean, okay, yeah, you're right. We should incorporate squats if we want to do a full body workout. But the idea of, like, um, somebody doing this ice pick game or this ice climber game and the only thing that's just fucking, like, yoked out of their mind is their forearms and shoulders. <laughs> and just from all, and everything else is just, like, looks normal. Um, but I also – you're onto something, though. The idea of, like, a person – being like uh, there's a buddy of ours his name's patrick he's a he's an editor friend of ours um he lost a crap ton of weight and we were like so shocked like hey man whoa dude what's your regimen yeah, like, what we are you doing? Like, how are you eating are you and good? he looks he lost at us he's so like much weight super fast and and we and he's and we ask him that and he's like just he's super casual he's like eh, i just played beat saber for two hours a day and i just ate like shit and i'm like god i wish it were that easy <laughs> you but the idea of a person walking up being like just actually like yoked out of their mind and you ask them like oh dude boy whoa what's your regimen what are you doing he's like man dude your your traps and your biceps are just like blasted (laughs) (laughs) so uh, i'm trying to think of like and i think the i'm sorry bentley's just barking in the background our bird the bird is barking um Wow, Bentley, you're fucking losing your shit. Oh He's my pissed. god. Is there an intruder? So how <laughs> Thank God I, I don't know. He just tends to bark when it's around like at the beginning of the day, in the middle of the day, at the end of the day, you know, just periodically. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm trying to think how can we make this game even more a game that should not be played? Is it like does it become Physically well, I think impossible one step that to we play should do game? to make sure that it's a game that shouldn't be made is you're right. It's only arms. I I, mm-hmm. I think that just the idea of a video game with weight training, a gimmick game with gimmick controls specifically for weight gain for just your arms and just to really mm-hmm. bulk up your arms specifically. I think mm-hmm. that fits our MO of a game that shouldn't be made. I think that once we start adding in leg workouts, it becomes like kind of an interesting concept of like, oh, yeah, a video game with weight training. And we don't want uh-huh, that around uh-huh. here. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Also, you know what I'm thinking, too? Um, depending on... I don't know how much weight those 
cardboard lava picks can support. So I'm I'm envisioning that eventually the cardboard's going to give way and all of the little lead weights in it are just going to be fucking scattered around your house like bullets. Yeah. Right into your TV, right into your glass cabinet where all your Gundam figures are at. And that guess what? You need to buy a new Labo. You need to buy a new TV. <laughs> that's going to suck for someone. It's going to suck for everybody that's watching you play this game. I got another video game submission. Tell me about it. This is a lightning round submission from McBuzzer, so it'll be really quick. Lightning round submission, a head-to-head competitive cookie clicker game. Okay. Now, what are you Blake, thinking? I, I, I will. I think that it is what it is. It's a, like a little clicker game, like a little, I guess, a QTE where you fire it up on your phone, and you just start going crazy clicking on it to try to beat your opponent. I guess mm-hmm. what my question would be for you is, what would be your tactic if I were to give you a head-to-head cookie clicker game? You and I are sitting in the room, and we're like, mm-hmm. all right, three, two, one, go. Mm-hmm. How are you going to beat me at the cl- clicker game? It depends. So is this just like there is a image on the screen that I have to click over and over and over again, right? Um, yeah, and you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say like it's a full like cookie clicker type thing. Like there's little upgrades mm-hmm. that you can go ahead and purchase to like auto click or like chunk click or double click, you know what I mean? Mhm. Mhm. Well, um, you know what? And whoever gets I am the not most clicks, the most little game. points I'm from not... touching or through the management is going to win. I'm not going to I you know, here's the thing, here's the thing. I'm not too into cookie clicker games, but you know who is? My lovely little grandpa. So I'm going to pass him my phone. And I'm just gonna be, hey, Grandpa, can you help me out with this thing? I, you know, I just, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm in a little competition right now, and I know you love like cookie clicker games. And I pass it, and he'd be like, and, and he would, he would like, <laughs> my grandpa's French, okay. so my grandpa's French. So the moment I pass him, he'd be like, chocolate and he'd just like start cookie clicking like a madman. <laughs> that is something we know I'm not about joking. the French. My Their grandpa's like a fucking, so fast. A fucking, my grandpa's addicted to cookie clicker games and. Uh, what's that other old person game he loves to play? Uh, ja- uh, 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 a Flash like uh, slot machine game on Facebook. He fucking eats that shit up. So I would I pass didn't know it to the my grandpa. grandpa. Plays clickers. Yeah, my grandpa's addicted to that shit. He's like, I every time because I work for um, explain to the audience. I work for my grandparents, so like at the end of the workday, I just come and hang out with my grandpa in his office, and he's just like sitting there, just like really quiet, just and then you just hear like. You win, and just like a bunch of like slot machine style like coin effects, just just coming coming like, he, and he doesn't know how to control the volume, so it's always like insanely loud <laughs> at the end of the day. So I would just I love pass that. him my phone. I know it's pretty adorable. Uh, That's so a pretty I good tactic. I, I, it's a pretty good tactic. Hand it to my grandpa. What's your tactic, boyo? So my tactic is. Um... It would be me and you playing this game together, and my tactic is I would take the phone, and I would t- put the phone down towards my lap, and I would start just, you know, tapping it and clicking it like normal. Uh-huh. But then I would look up to you, and I would say, hey, Blake, and I'd say it really loud, like, hey, Blake, and uh-huh. I'd get you to look at me, and as the phone is in my lap, and I'm just, like, clicking with one hand, I'm going to go ahead and uh-huh. look you dead in the eyes and start waggling my eyebrows really fast up and down while I'm just like down there tapping away on my lap. Just maintaining vigorous eye contact. Complete <laughs> eye contact with you. Just eyebrows going up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. But AJ, here's the thing. I think, I think that's the kind of shit that you're expecting from me, right? And you're going to be like, mm, that's uh-huh. not going to matter to me, AJ, whatever. Because like, yeah, the, the initial, the initial your, uh, shock might escapades. slow you down, but that's not going to stop you. <laughs> 
So here's here's the here's when that happens when I notice that the slowdown is no longer working on you. I'm gonna yell your uh-huh. name again. Hey uh-huh. Blake, Raya, and that's gonna get your attention the oh, second time because full, you were able name. to look okay. away. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then I'm gonna, and then I'm going to stop clicking, and then I'm going to bring my hand up to my mouth and I'm going to spit in my hand and then I'm going to start tapping again. And that at that point you're done. I think you've stopped playing the game. You've left the room, and I'm the new champion of the clicker. Really quickly, game. really quickly. I would love to just let. I just want to step back and examine this whole like chain of events. Um. So I wake up. It's a, it's a nice Sunday afternoon. My buddy AJ calls me. He's like, hey, do you want to come over and play a cookie clicker game with me? Already kind of weird. But I said yes because I'm a good friend. Yeah. I want to hang out. So it's just you and me probably sitting in silence with little like click, 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 click games. And then bursting out of the silence is you screaming my fucking name for unknown uh-huh. reasons. And then maintaining eye contact while you're pseudo jerking off. And then we whoa, go whoa, back whoa, to silence. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey. Bullshit. Bullshit. Excuse uh, okay. you. Uh, you. I'm are also wiggling my eyebrows. Touching a screen. No, I know you're right on that. I was just offended that you forgot the part where I was wiggling my eyebrows because that was that's the part that did it for me. And and then it just goes back to silence. So I'm sitting here like, what the fuck is happening? Um, and then you scream my full name this time, and then you just hock a fucking spit in your hand, and then start clicking again, and then we go back to silence. And then it's no. just I have to exist. Everything's I have to pretend everything's normal. And but no, here's the thing: you don't have to pretend anything is normal because it won't be. After that, I will have asserted my dominance over you, and we will both know that I am much better at clicking based on the game. Yeah, but at least my phone isn't covered in fucking spit that I have to put up to my ear later. <laughs> at least I don't have to put a spit-covered phone in my pocket and feel like uh, just be like fucking gross. <laughs> So that's my. Do you have another submission for? <laughs> yeah, I got. I got another game for you. I got another game. <laughs> this one comes to us on our Reddit. Uh, Squid Pope. They say Dankenstein, and I'm now I've got Cookie Clicker on the brain. So is there a way? Is there a way that because Dank, I'm, I automatically think weed. Has anybody done like a Cookie Clicker weed game? But like the overall texture and theming is like of undead or like Frankenstein, or you are doing it from the perspective of like um you, this is this oh, this is uh Frankenstein's workshop. And instead okay. of trying to craft the perfect human, they're trying to craft the perfect, like, undead cookie-clicking machine. Because they are also in a situation with their friend who's challenging them to a cookie-clicker contest. And he's like, my fingies, my fingies aren't strong enough to beat them in a cookie-clicker contest. So I'm going to build Dankenstein so he can do the contest <laughs> for me. And that's the game. So I'm wondering if... The most powerful <laughs> clicking machine. He's got 18 fingers. 18, fing- 18 fingies. Um, <laughs> so I'm wondering if this is... Um, I'm trying to think of the layout for this game. Okay, so this is like, let's say it's a tournament style. So like this character, our, our, Franken- our, our Frankenstein... Um, Dr. Frankenstein. Dankenstein. Is like knows we need every- to unpack what ev- Dankenstein means. 
Well, okay. Well, he's going to build Dank. It's Frankenstein is building Dankenstein. So what I'm picturing is ah Frankenstein's like, Dankenstein as opposed to Frankenstein's yeah. monster. <laughs> Frankenstein's Dankenstein. <laughs> That's a dumb name. I love it. Um, I'm trying to think of is this like he has poker night with a bunch of other scientists in the area, but instead of poker night, it's just them sitting in a fucking basement with like one light above them all playing a cookie clicker game. And it's very serious. So every night he's going to try and build a monster to take his place in this competition. So you have like seven nights to get it right. And over the course of like these seven nights, you unlock new body parts to put on Dankenstein or new abilities, new brain pieces, new eyes, new uh, clothing that makes them aerodynamic. I don't know why aerodynamic, matters when you're doing a clicky cl cookie clicker game uh they produce more sweat so their fingers are really slicky uh he can spit not only once but like three times that way he grosses everybody else out at the table um mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> so what you want to do is you want to do like a frankenstein's monster version of like a resource management cookie clicker game i like guess the theme, the theme is that you're like frankenstein's monster or that you're mm -hmm. frankenstein creating a monster yeah trying to build the ultimate being to be the best cookie clicker gamer and i'm you have like a certain amount of nights to do it and i guess it could be uh maybe all of the other side maybe oh that could be kind of fun so this may be this could be a party game where everybody's coming to the table and trying to build okay. their yes. own perfect monster a party to do this. a party mm -hmm. cookie or a party clicker game i'm into this mm -hmm. and so like the mm -hmm. idea being that like you and I just set up two different, like, ideas and tactics for your clicker game. Um, mm. One, of course, is a little bit more psychological, and the other one is a bit cowardly, making your grandpa do all your <laughs> dirty work for you. But that's fine. I'm not here to judge. Hey, I'm here um, to build bonds, but, man. You're here to But there's plenty of loogies. gameplay ways that you could try to get the advantage in a clicker <laughs> game, right? Uh -huh, you can either uh -huh. just, like, rely on your own personal physical stamina and just, like, I'm going to just click. I'm going to click the whole way through. Mm -hmm, There's going to mm -hmm. be some people that want to do like maybe a little bit more of an auto clicker thing. They're thinking, ah, I need consistency. I don't need me to be doing it. Mm -hmm. And so that as they go through, they're going to slowly unlock more uh, auto clicker upgrades so that the thing will constantly be raising up the point for them. Mm -hmm. um, there's going to be people that want to double down on the amount of like, oh, when I tap, I'm going to get more cookies out of my cookie click. Mm -hmm. um, See, I'm thinking and of, you wanna... like, what if we did something like this? What if we did – so, like, say let's use this in the backdrop of, like, a Jackbox game where it's, like, uh, like Drawful where you have, like, a minute or so to work on your thing and then you get another section of time that allows you to make adjustments or think of, like, yeah. you know, a line of dialogue and then it's the actual game. So let's apply that to this. So the yeah, first little, minute like, is you have, like, a bit bursts, of parts. These little two-minute bursts mm. of clicking – Mm -hmm. uh -huh. well, what, well, what I'm thinking is, this is what I'm thinking, that there will be multiple rounds to this, but let me let me burn through this and and then we can kind of refine it or break it or whatever. So the first like minute is you have a bin of parts that you have access to. You're going to build your being, the ultimate cookie clicker thing, and after that, then you can like maybe another 30 seconds of abilities. So like you have this being that has physical limitations or physical attributes, now you can kind of assign things of like every 10 clicks you get up you get an additional free click or whatever um so on and so forth and then the mini game actually begins which is the real dexterity of the players playing it but they have all of those abilities that they crafted on their monster giving them benefits while they're actually doing a dexterity like you have 30 seconds of everybody yes. in the room needing to click 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 click
and then everybody you know everybody's clicks are weighed up like they get um <laughs> this is also supposed to be dank so everybody's everybody's weed counter went up and then now that they have uh you take whatever clicks <gasps> no this is how we this is how we fucking all get of it. the clicks go into a bank yes in between rounds you are given like a bunch of random possible upgrades mm -hmm. but you can re-roll those upgrades if you spend your cookie counter points well, or what your i'm dank thinking points, is, what i'm your thinking weed is points, you're, I think you're, the dank points are good, but here's the thing. Here's the fucking thing thinking? that makes it interesting, is that um, you the all of them all of the clicks you uh, get go into a bank like you said, but that if you spend them to get upgrades that help you out in the next round, that money's gone permanently. So you have to yeah. weigh this balance of like trying to be like, okay, I can only spend this much amount of money. Um, while still staying in the head or hey i'm just gonna spend all of my money now in like a big hail mary to win the next round or to potentially yes, win yes, the next yes. round so like you could do amazing for the first couple of rounds but then like the person in last place is like you know what i'm in last place i'm just gonna spend all my money now for the last round and they can come up and beat the shit out of you in the last round and take all of the dank points home so I like, love it's this, this idea it's of a competitive this... clicker. Yeah, the the mind mm -hmm. games, the planning. It, it, mm -hmm. It's a little mm -hmm. bit like one of those deck building games, you know. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit RNG based. It's a little bit of long planning based. I'm into it. What I want to put a pin in this. Oh, I just want to touch on one more point because building off of like your whole spit tactic, which is fucking gross. What if you can actually buy sabotages too? So it'll be like, hey, in the middle of the mm. round, I want to buy, a, I want to buy spit take, which basically covers another an opponent's screen in like you know like the ink in Mario Kart where you can't quite see everything. Um, what if it does something like that? Yeah. So it'll be like, or uh, oh, or another one is is uh, like discombobulate, where like the button to click it randomly moves on the screen. Because I'm imagining yes. like the click button would stay in the same place for most people, but for this one, it's like, oh, it's at the bottom of the screen now. Oh, it's the top right. Oh, it got really small and went into the bottom uh, bottom left part of the screen now, and it like changes in in size and movement, so they and, can't like, click there as might furiously. Be some yeah, and there might be some people that like they made a build on that, right? Like their whole build was, oh yeah, mm. I ha my my click thing always moves on the screen, mm -hmm. but I get like five hundred clicks every time I touch it. But if they get mm -hmm. ink spotted, uh oh, now what are they gonna do? They can't mm -hmm. see where their click mm -hmm. buttons at. Yep, yep, yep. So like you have people who build like sab sabotage decks, like you're saying, or others who are just like all about optimization. Um, or mind games or whatever. So okay, this is cool. Let's put a pin in this because this is I, I we got a lot more mileage out of that than I was expecting. You got one more. For me? <laughs> uh, I did Denkenstein, so it's your turn, brother. All right, I got one from but eight point three times more Antifa at Hexavexagon. Uh -huh, Shrek uh -huh. Legacy. Okay. <laughs> Where are you I'm... going with this? As we know, I love character action games, right? I love them to death. Mm. Bayonetta, Devil mm. May Cry, No More Heroes, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Name them. Name a character action game. I've probably played it. But here's something that happens in a lot of character action games. We so often get cool backflip woohoo pizza people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> They're just like, ah, I'm crazy, I'm stupid, I love pizza, right? Like, that's basically mm -hmm. every single one of them. Raiden, yeah. Bayonetta, Dante, they're all, they're all crazy about it. You know who doesn't like pizza very much? I'm edgy and... Uh, Shrek? Shrek. Shrek doesn't like uh -huh. pizza. Uh-huh. 
So, but okay, more so importantly, wanna... Shrek okay. can't do a backflip or a triple backflip mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. fast fast dash around the arena. Mm-hmm. But you know what game I've been chasing the high of ever since I played it as a wee lad? What's up? Incredible Hulk Ultimate Destruction. A character oh, action game, game based so around being the Incredible Hulk and having mm-hmm. a lot of power. You could pick up mm-hmm. anything and just throw it. You could run mm-hmm. pretty fast, but like you weren't like doing like button combos. It mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. it was an action game in an untraditional sense. But mm-hmm. you felt power. You felt the strength so, of being okay, able to okay. throw a dude halfway across the battle arena. I want to capture a okay, game so is this that prior? gives me the raw mm-hmm. power of Shrek. You know what scene this reminds me of? Remember, like, the fucking WWE scene in the first Shrek movie? In the movie first where he's, Shrek like, movie, where yeah. Where he's kicking the shit out of the knights while all the root beer is just spilling. And think about <laughs> how much just, power like, he exudes energy. in that scene. You know, he overpowers four <laughs> dudes by throwing one. He Batista bombs or tombstones somebody. Just mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. power he has. Okay, are he, you? He okay, walks over to a giant out. barrel that has so much mm-hmm. beer in it, probably, and just he, as naturally as one could, snaps that no- nozzle right off of it. Aj, the Aj, power. I, I, have, I have a little, I have a, I have a little bit of a uh, add on to you. So this is like the power of Hulk. So you can go around, you can jump well, real far, you track. can throw things. Real, you sorry. Well, I'm just saying it's it's like that example that you gave where it's like you can move around really fast, you can destroy shit, uh, you can destroy enemies really fast. But it has the destruction of uh, the destruction physics of Gorilla. Uh, what's it called? Is it just called Gorilla? Red Faction. Red, Red Faction, Faction Gorilla. Gorilla the so game on Mars. Liter- literally everything you can see in this world is destructible. Every person, grabbable and throwable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's just basically, are you is this before Shrek like levels out and meets the love of his life and has three kids? Uh is this like him and his like like his ogre heyday of just causing fucking destruction and a mess? Or is this like you're playing through yeah, all of the I want this of the to movies? be Shrek Legacy Origins. I want this to be the introduction mm-hmm. of Shrek. I want this to be how Shrek got his bad reputation. This mm-hmm, is Shrek. Mm-hmm. He was still doing good. I don't know what his um, For the Greater Good mission is necessarily, but mm-hmm. he's definitely a bit of an anti-hero, right? Mm-hmm. I think that he's going to do good, but he's going to do a lot of property damage. Mm-hmm. But this is mm-hmm. going to be the game about like how Shrek... You know what? You see, we all seen the first Shrek movie. I think we're all grown up enough to admit he's got a pretty bitchin' pad, right? Uh, Homie's got hot tub. Homie's got nice outdoor shower with a view. He's got a pretty decent kitchenette. He's got his own farm in the backyard. He's got he's got a fancy outdoor toilet for when he's outside and he's outside doing fancy his outside stuff. And then he's like, toilet. I need to use the potty. So he goes to an outdoor toilet. That's bitching. That's yeah. a kick-ass pad. Listen, listening to nightlife while I'm going to the bathroom would be pretty. That sounds pretty relaxing, and actually. Most Im- yeah. And most importantly, he's got that boulder. And it is a nice boulder. <laughs> so I want this to be the video game. I want this to be like a, a character action, semi-open world, entirely destructible environment where like mm-hmm. as you go through the story, kind of like Tony Hawk Underground or Tony Hawk American Wasteland. That's what I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. You would hit story points where like you would get something new and cool for your skate park. I want this mm-hmm. to be the game that is how Shrek went on his horrible, youth-filled, oh. powerful, greater good journey. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. to put down some sort of evil ki- god king mm-hmm. and also increase and grow his cool pad. Okay, so I, I love the energy you're coming at with this. So basically, let's say there is a kingdom that is near him that is doing bad things. So we don't feel bad about destroying this fucking kingdom because it's like a it's yeah. A kingdom some guys full probably like, like thinking he's like and, some sort of like god king. Like, he has like the greater yeah. good over all things. He can mm-hmm. control like what a if it's, po- what total if it's, pyramid bad pyramid scheme. Let me ask you: What if it would it be weird if it was another ogre like a because. I feel like character it has action to be another ogre person- because I want it to be a cool action game where you and another enemy are like each grabbing pieces of the environment to throw at each other. Mm-hmm. That rules. Mm-hmm. Well, also, like, I think a trend in a lot of character action games is that their main enemy or rival is basically themselves, but just yeah, we need different. we need a homoerotic you know? rival character that matches us blow <laughs> for blow. You're so right. <laughs> I'm happy you went that route. <laughs> That's what they all have. That's what they all have. <laughs> is that wait? Hold on. Travis strikes again. Like, is there like a? a I, I don't know if there's like a relationship there because he like did kill that dude's daughter, and that's like. Uh, oh, Batman. Bat, okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's still a homoerotic rival character. Travis touchdown and uh, bad guy. Sure, I'll give it to him. Uh, really? Like, I, I, that's a hard one to believe. Like, I believe it with, like, the dudes from Yakuza. Like, it's there. It's obvious. But, like, this dude killed this other dude's kid. And um, I just okay, actually, don't buy okay, that here's that the guy thing, would like Here's him. the thing. No joke. I do believe that in the next No More Heroes game will have a homoerotic rival character. And it will be the main th- villain. Because No More Heroes, the Switch game, Travis Strikes Back, had a character that was introduced that was... Like this rival, will they, won't they be friends character. And then mm-hmm. he's in the No More Heroes 3 animated trailer that feels like a movie. That character, mm-hmm. Davis, is the character that the alien that will be the new main villain is best friends with. Um, really? Yeah, I pay a lot of oh, attention whoa. to the No More Heroes lore. Leave me alone. Don't talk to me about it. <laughs> okay, okay. That's a game. Can I give you one more lightning round one? And yes. we can then go in because we we did uh, we had a little bit yeah, of a strange me, me, recording me. problem earlier today. All right, this one comes to us on Twitter from Drew Davenport at the underscore Davenporter. Honey, I shrunk the Dark Souls. All right, so there's two ways we can look at this. Is this just going to be Dark Souls but smaller, or is this you you or the enemy is much smaller than the other one? Because like I'm trying to figure out how do we take Dark Souls but shrink it and make it somewhat funnier and i'm thinking it's either you are a character you are uh oh no here's the thing here's the thing here's the thing so this is how it's gonna be so uh you remember in mario 64 there was the the you know like the whole idea of you jumping through paintings was like how you got into levels and stuff like that there was yeah, and there was the one level where were- you jumped through a painting and like it was three paintings and if you jumped in the left one you were really small if you jumped in the right mm-hmm. one, you were really mm-hmm. big. And if you jumped in the middle one, you were normal sized. It's a really mm-hmm. cool level in Mario 64. Well, it's actually that the, you were the same size. It's just that the level itself got bigger or smaller. So I'm yeah. wondering if you go through this game where you have to like guesstimate, okay, what size do I need to be to take on this fight? Like, do I need to be big or small? Like, of course, there's only going to be certain, like, uh, walkways or areas that are only accessible when you are big. Um, or, I'm sorry, when you are, like, smaller size. But by being smaller, and you, you are, are a more dark susceptible game where you to can damage kind of in this choose area. whether or not you're going to be big, small, or medium. 
I mean, I feel like in this, it's you got to think in extremes because that's kind of like normal. Normal is relative. Like you can be small, but then you're going up Here's... against enemies that are also small, and that's like you could call that normal. So I'm trying Here's to think of like my is pitch. It... Mm -hmm. What if it was Dark Souls, but all the enemies were smaller? Would that be as hard? Yes, it would be, because I want to take us back to mm -hmm. one of my favorite boss fights, maybe in any video game, and that's the mm -hmm. boss fight of Orenstein and Smo. Uh, <laughs> now, yep. Orenstein and Smo, for those uninitiated, is, um, imagine if you were attacked by two best friends, like just the tightest best friends, like you're running through, your collecting armor. It's just armor, you and me, dude. I'm, and I'm then Smo, all of a sudden you're, uh, you get you're to the, this... You're the small I'm the it's small just like one. being attacked. And then you get to yeah, this room like... where you're like, all right, here's the boss fight. And two dudes show up. And the two dudes is like uh -huh. this one really, really big rotund guy with a big hammer. And then a small dude with a cool spear and a really, really, really dope set of armor. And you're like, oh, yeah, there's two of me, them. Bro. And then they knuckle yeah. touch each other. And then they each Fortnite <laughs> dance. And then they say, or, and then they look at each other and they say, I love you very much. And the other one's like, I love you even more. You're like a brother to me. And like, bro, you're like my brother to me. And then they're like, yeah, I love you so much, Orenstein or Smo. I don't know which one I am. And then they do another dance, and then they knuckle touch one more time. And then they look at the main character, and they say, we're going to kill you now. <laughs> it's the coolest boss just fight fuck, ever. Just, just um, fucking rains lightning and fire. and just There's just so much yeah, going on in that fight. The problem with that fight is you kill one of them, and then the other one goes Super Saiyan and beats your ass even harder. It's so cool uh -huh. and so good and so... Again, that's like one of my favorite boss fights ever. Mm -hmm. But what if, so, hear me out, what if you entered okay, through that fog door in Dark Souls, you entered the fog, fog door and you're like, boss fight time. And mm -hmm. instead of like the three story tall Ornenstein and the same height as you smell, what if they were like toddler sized and you were running around the battlefield <laughs> trying desperately not to get attacked by them, but they're just like little dudes. Like they're just I, itty bitty, like little waist high little guys. And you're just how running does, around how panicked. That, how does that complicate? Because like that doesn't, I don't know if that emphasizes like the Visual comedy like, is a thing, Blake Rea. It is a thing, uh, but I feel like you need to, it needs to play a role like gameplay wise. Is it like you have to fight? Do they change sizes throughout the fight? And that makes like like each phase is like them at different sizes. Is it like depending on their size? Do they do more damage? Do nope, they do less damage? Honey, like, honey, honey, I shrunk. The, I shrunk the Dark Souls. That, it's all. It's, it's just oop, it's dark all small so, now. It's just Dark Souls but smaller. Uh, that's real, <laughs> real comedy gold there, AJ. We're really fucking trying and putting effort into that. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. <laughs> no, we gotta, we gotta like we gotta like think of we gotta I don't know we gotta add something to it. We can't just like read people's submissions. What are we like YouTubers who read just the Reddit? Like and then okay, like, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. You're okay. You got me. All right, you got me. And I don't want to shit on those people. Those those people do good work. I love you, Sorrow TV. You're no, I do it. Gentleman. Fuck you, Jax Films. Reading people's comments. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, we gotta like we gotta evolve it. You know what I mean? I can read typos like, too. I can read typos too. Just let me read my DMs to people. <laughs> the things that I send to other people. 
Well, your, D- your DMs aren't that bad. You get like a... I typo in every... I cannot go one conversation without three typos. <sighs> I don't I, I don't want to say you're wrong, but you're not you're not right. I mean, Bro, you're my not, last job, my boss got wrong. in trouble. My boss like had to you're pull not... me aside and talk to me because I had so many typos in Slack. He was like, you really need to work on those typos in Slack. Yeah. And I'm like, it's a private channel. No one sees it. It's like the four of us, dude. <laughs> it's like... So. Uh, okay, okay. I think it's maybe it's in each level. How does you shrinking can come and growing get funny? Uh, I I don't think it's that it's necessarily funny. I think it's more of like you have access to different things, like different pathways, and maybe you have to be. Oh, here's the thing: like you have to be small for this boss fight because you can't get to the area of the boss fight without being in the small position. So it's like it force maybe it forces you, or maybe what you can do is is like maybe there are a limited amount of cole- of po- potions you can get. So instead of Ember in this game, it's like, <laughs> actually wait, AJ. There oh my it God, is. It there it is. Right yes, yes, yes. There's no <laughs> yeah. humanity, right? There's like there's like yeah. dead and alive in the Dark Souls games, and it sucks shit. Uh-huh. But this game, in this game, there's big, small, and smaller. And you get changed <laughs> when you die. And so yeah. if you're like, ah, I want to go into this zone, you have to go die two times. And so uh-huh, now you're uh-huh. constantly playing this game of chicken where you don't want to lose all of your fun resources if you die two times in a row, but you do know that you need <laughs> yeah. to die two times in a row so that you can get into a different path. Now, I'm sure uh-huh, you're wondering, uh-huh. how would I, if I wanted to go back one size, how would I get there? You die two times. There's no way to change your size without dying. Oh, there's not a potion you can pick up when you get a boss, Fuck maybe? no. Because, like, I'm... Nope. Really? Okay, so I I feel like that's a core thing of like Dark Souls is like either getting the Ember or getting the Humanity Soul thing. So no, I'm because if, like, I want it, this to be only okay. a punishment. Oh, it's only a punishment, so you can change. <laughs> okay, how about the, how about this? How about this? When you beat a boss, you grow in size. So it'll be like when you beat a boss, it's just an instant effect on you, or something. Okay, like okay, that. I'll give you I'll give you that, but. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And your damage scales with what size you are. Like, that has to be... Like, if you're full-grown size, you do full power swings. But if you're a small little little teeny little teeny knight, you do piddly-ass damage. So there will just oh, be some yeah, boss like fights that. where you're like, I have to just fucking do this boss fight at, the le- at one-third of my power level. I have to do it at tiny mode. Yeah, I like that. See, this is what I mean. We gotta, we gotta evolve it. We gotta, like, we gotta, we gotta build. We gotta, we gotta be craftsmen. We gotta be game designers, man. We can't just steal uh, ideas from enough. other people. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. You got me. You caught me being lazy. I'll own that. Uh, <laughs> all right. What is what is our what's our nug, brother? Can it be the clicker game? Uh, which one? Because there's the spin clicker that I, you did. I, assu- I assumed that we combined them. If I'm being entirely honest. Oh, okay, okay. So okay, so we'll give it to uh, both of the submitters then. Okay, yeah, I'm down. So it's Dankenstein. So we have our competitive it's party Dankin- game clicker. It's Dankenstein's plural workshops, and it's a competitive clicker game where you and up to seven friends can all sit down and do a competitive clicker game against each other. Mm-hmm. With like Hades there's a style, day night like cycle, or there's a, like a, a round system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's a 
there's a round cycle where between rounds you can purchase upgrades for the clicker mini game. Those power ups mm-hmm. are given to you randomly, but also mm-hmm. you can use your points to re-roll or you can use your points to purchase attack moves. Then when you mm-hmm. move into the clicker game, it's just a clicker game to try to round up as many points or to sabotage your friends. Now, mm-hmm. it, it will be house rules. As Nope, it's going to be all part of the PSA when you fire up the game that psychological warfare and physical warfare by shoving your competitors is allowed explicitly. That's in the rules. You are allowed to push and shove and scar and maim and harm. Interesting. Otherwise, okay. you, I you want this because when this comes to the pros, mm-hmm. I want it to be a contact sport. You know what I mean? I want it mm-hmm. to be a real, real sport. I don't want... Th- you know, I'm, I don't want like, I don't want like, like, you know, the like, oh, it's not a real sport. People that hate on esports to look at this game and be like, well, it's not a real esport because there will be in the pros a ref and full contact. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you click, you click so good. You click better than all of your friends and your foes and you win. Dankenstein's, right, I have... Dankenstein's workshops. The I want to, I want to. I want to uh, build on this a little bit. So, okay. uh, two uh, two ideas. Is this like um, what's that one crypt? Remember that game where you can like pick your god that gives you certain abilities out of oh, the gate? Oh, crawl. Yes, crawl. Crawl, thank you. crawl the so, competitive dungeon crawler wherein one player plays a hero and the three other players play monsters, and the monsters that the players play as are chosen at the very beginning because they pick a certain god and that unlocks certain monsters. So what if we did that? I just wanted to give like a little bit of background pick... on that game because it rules and I'm worried that not enough people it's know about game. it. I, I, we need to play that game again soon. Um, God, that might actually make a fun BF4 now that I think about it. But uh, another time, another time. So what I'm thinking is, is what if you pick a character class or a monster class of like, hey, I'm going to play the Cthulhu-based monster. Hey, I'm going to play the werewolf-themed monster. Hey, I'm going to play, like, Frankenstein or Dankenstein. So you're playing different monsters which have access to different, like, physical attributes or body parts that you mm-hmm. have access to in your bin. They have certain, um, like, I'll they have certain abilities that than... are locked off to a class. I'll do you Go one ahead. better than class-based uh, choices. Um, mm. How about we do a little bit of a... <laughs> DLC, baby. Microtransactions. You purchase the Ooh. new monster, you get new parts and abilities thrown into your game. Ooh. Okay, I like this. Think, think of them we... as expansions for the mm-hmm. game rather than um, class choices. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, you're right. Booster packs, maybe. I've been, I've been playing so much fucking Arkham Horror the card game, and like the thing you just pitched is, yeah, that's how that game works. It's like, well, yeah, you know, if you want to continue playing the game and building up your deck and going through the story, you just got to buy a booster pack every month. Like, uh, you can't play anything without buying the booster pack. So it's just, <laughs> I hate yeah. that system, but also it works perfectly for our game. Okay, so um, do these booster packs come with, like, character cards or class cards, or is it just, like, you can use any card, like, digital-wise. Uh, this could even be a physical game, honestly. I, I well, don't see why it couldn't. My th- um, because it's a digital clicker. What do you mean? How would it... Oh, that's right. Oh, you're right. Where did I... Man, I, just... <laughs> I didn't think that through properly. <laughs> um, I imagine them to be like, like, we'll announce, like, oh, it's Season of the Mummy. And then people mm-hmm. have to give us, like, $4 for the Mummy Pass. And then, like, mum- Mummy Abilities, Mummy Skills, and Mummy like texture things will be added oh. to the pool of parts that they can add to their Frankenstein's monster, to their Dankenstein's monster. 
Ooh, and you know what might be kind of cool too is that each um person can also pick like a workshop card or theme where it's like oh hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you buy yeah. the dlc if you buy the 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 mummy expansion then you can just like retexture what your phone and your what your clicker looks like it's a well, little skin I, what, for your phone well what i'm thinking it might be kind of cool too is that e it, it could also have like a, a like hey you have the pyramid workshop versus like the like the default is like frankenstein's workshop Frankenstein's workshop comes with like, hey, every 20 cookies you make, it generates a plus one free of charge. But like the Egyptian workshop is like, hey, every 20 cookies you do, somebody else gets automatically sabotaged for uh, just without you having to click the sabotage button. Oh, okay. like it just like, oh, okay. e so your workshop you're comes a little with bit of like the perks. Yeah, the heroes system from the uh, Hearthstone, right? Something like that. Like, the, you have like a chosen champion or whatever that is a passive that you get by equipping this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A uh, passive okay. is exactly yeah. It's perfect. It's perfect. Um, I, you know what? I do like that, and we can release a couple of those every season or so. Yeah, well, I mean, I've, I'm imagining it would come with, like, the season. If it's, like, the season of the mummy, it's going to release its own, like, you're going to have your own body mummy body parts, um, but also you're going to have, like, a workshop that releases with it, and then you have the season of the vampire, which is going to be, like, uh, Dracula's Tower or something. It'll be, like, your base of operations cards that yeah. you can choose. Yeah, okay, yeah, I could dig that. So, and also, is there an idea of... Do you get minions over time? Like, are you get? Can you get more people clicking passively? Other yeah, than yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's or... that's part of those upgrades that you can get, right? Like the idea being that like the two phases is the clicker and then the shop. Um, when you go mm. into the shop, there's all sorts of upgrades you can get. Maybe it's extra fingers, and those would be the auto clickers. Maybe you can mm. get minions, and the minions would be people like if you buy a minion or two, then maybe the minions on a on a faster cooldown, they'll go out and they'll steal dank points from other competitors. Maybe oh. there's. I, I think that the Ooh, way it can yeah. operate is there's there's um there's parts that will come from the conveyor belt that you can re-roll if you want and those would be more of like the click gain stuff uh more points backup points uh changing the way the clicker works and then mm -hmm. the sh the actual items that you can purchase are at the second mm -hmm. part of the shop and that's where you get the ink splot that's where you get the click mover that's where you get the bomb things like that no, no, I feel you. I feel. I think this game's good. I, I don't necessarily see how we can integrate a boss fight into it this week. Um, I'm not seeing it because, either. Yeah, because it's just more of like you're building the characters and it's your friends that are like that you are fighting. And well, this then is I think just that's a game, isn't it? That's a fucking game, dude. Are we ready for patch? Oh wait, no, we're calling it. Uh, you're calling it Dankenstein's Workshop, right? Dankenstein's workshops, plural. I wanted to. I want to lean into the plural togetherness of it. Why? Oh, we're oh because because, it's because a I want to make thing. sure yeah. people understand yeah. it's a it's a versus game. Yeah. yeah. No, I feel you. I feel you. Dude, hell yeah, that's a game, dude. Are we ready for patch notes? That's a game, and I'm ready for patch notes. Let's go. Hey everybody, welcome to patch notes. Really quick, there's no jokes here. We need to talk seriously about this. Today is January 10th, and four days ago, on January 6th, a group of Trump supporters stormed the nationals capital and attempted to stop our democracy. That's not exaggeration. That's not hyperbole. That is exactly what happened. And worse, there were people, mm -hmm. political figures, that pushed and allowed, if not assisted, in making this happen. 
that sucks shit. And it's probably the worst thing that I've seen happen to America in my life. One of the most concerning things about it is that a lot of those political figures that kind of pushed for this to happen could get off scot-free. Now, there are congressmen and women that are trying to do something about it. They're trying to hold these people accountable. Please, Mm -hmm. if you can, call your state representative and demand action is taken. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I understand a lot of our listeners aren't based in the United States, so this is definitely something a little bit more targeted um, towards people right here. But right now is really the time to be informed and be keeping up on this. Um, it, it's this, it's very scary. Like, luckily, it didn't get as bad as it could, but there is a world that exists where it could have been really fucking bad. And um, I think also building off of what AJ was saying, this event shows so many cracks in our system, specifically with like the BLM movement, like, you know, BLM protesters were peacefully there, like what, five, six months ago, and they were treated completely differently. And this shows even further just the racism and awful fucking systematic shit we have going on in our country right now. So I think it's really, really important to do some reading, keep informed, go watch some news, um, and and call your state representatives with the knowledge that you now have. Um, it's very important. And I know we are two chuckle fuck dudes on the internet, but like this is something we care about. This is something we stand with, and we want to see the world be a better place. And I don't think that can happen until people that pulled their shit four days ago are held accountable. Yeah. I just, I don't. I don't want to see this normalized in the way that I feel like we've had to see a lot of horrible shit normalized in our lives. Mm-hmm. School shootings yeah. in America were just sort of normalized for us. Whatever. Yeah. Companies destroying unions was just sort of normalized for us. Whatever. Our president requesting violence against people he didn't agree with was just sort of normalized, I guess. Yeah. I don't want to see this also normalized. That would... Anyway, it sucks. Yeah. What, AJ what and I are getting saying, a little bit heated. Stay informed. Yeah, we're getting a little bit heated. Stay gonna, updated. Gonna... Demand yeah. action. Yeah. All right. All of you stay safe out there. The Thank you is... all so much for listening. Sorry to yeah. end it on a bummer note. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's real life, man. You know, like there are bigger shit than our podcast. So I think it's I think it's important for us to say something, right? Um, yeah. But yeah, thank you all for listening. Uh, we hope that a little bit of po- you get a little bit of positivity from uh us just joking about dumb shit um we're really happy that you guys are here with us as always our intro and outro music is cheap shot by anna monaguchi an excellent song from an excellent band for an excellent game i've been your host aj hart uh i have been uh your other host blake Rea. this has been spiritual successor and these are cool games that should not be made stay safe out there